0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson, with you, as always, Taylor Wells, episode 91 Oof. coming at you. Does anybody, do we know any famous hockey players that are 91? Wasn't Hosa, what was Hosa? You know, it's funny you said that, I immediately thought of Marion Hosa, as soon as you, Marion Hosa. Maybe, um, 80, was the, the other one? maybe he's 81 he was 81 yeah um for some reason I thought of Tavares. Sergei Fedorov I mean, isn't t- I think Tavares is 91 but oh Fedorov that's a good guess too Fedorov Sergei Fedorov was number Fedorov was 91 there we go there you go this is this is episode Sergei Fedorov of of the show nice uh excellent two-way two-way player in the league I I actually heard an argument that uh cuz ever you know, because the NBA is now all big on uh changing the names of their trophies. Oh god. Yes, I don't know if you've heard about this. Nah. The NBA is now adding they're they're like creating a president's trophy the, uh, like the equivalent of ours and then changing the names on some of them. Uh so obviously uh the hockey world had to revisit the issue of should we rename our trophies and uh they, on a podcast that I listened to, they were kind of going down the the rabbit hole of just picking every single one. And if you had to change it, would you? Um, anyway, the Selkie. Um, there was an argument to be made that it was Sergei Fedorov. Oh, okay. Should be should be renamed to Sergey Fedorov. So this is definitely a Red Wings podcast, huh? This is definitely now a Red Wings. Pod- it's it's funny you mentioned that because they were going they were going through them all, and they're like, God, we're we're only halfway through these trophies, and we got like three Red Wings on here. Like, <laughs> like it can't be. It can't like there, you know. The obvious, you know, like Gordy Howes on there. um Bobby Orr is is going to be the Norris, Um <laughs> or not the Norris, but yeah, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, and yeah. then they then they got then they got to uh, the Norris Trophy, and they're like, we can't put Nick Lindstrom here. Like we are, we already have too like many, half the team for the fucking too 90s. many fucking Red Wings <laughs> on this list. Um, yeah. Oh, oh it was Vesna because mm. they're like, well, it's either Broder war dominic hashic right <laughs> it's gotta like, be another another no red argument. wing okay cool that's too funny yeah i i honestly i mean i don't know i'm I, i i guess i'm more of like a i'd rather see it just stay the same right that's just yeah like a, that's you know more you of know. just because like i'm a traditional guy yeah. like i don't you know like it's it's fine the way it is why are we fucking with it like like unless it comes out that you know whoever Vesna was, you know, like, you know, uh, was a not okay Catholic priest in his spare time or something was like one of the generals in the concentration camps. Yeah. 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 yeah, un- yeah. Unless it comes out that there was something like that. Like, I don't, I don't really think there's a reason to, to, it's, it's a given like all these old trophies that are named after old players. Like, yes, we all know that they were not as good as the normal play. Like even fuck where we just hit on Ovi hitting 800 goals. Mm. Or was it eight hundred points? No, was eight hundred. It's eight hundred goals. Yeah, he got he got a hat trick and he hit eight hundred goals. And like we're all sit, like we all know, even if he doesn't reach it, we know that he's better than Gretzky. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, it's it, Gretzky won't even argue it. <laughs> no, I, Gretzky has like publicly come out and say that he's like rooting for him to beat it. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just because crazy because it's a it's it's a like Ovechkin plays during an era where goaltending exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they wear like pads ch- and shit and they sit in the net <laughs> but chance goaltenders existed when gretzky played did they did they really did they actually play goalie like like i know there was somebody standing in the net but <laughs> were, do we have were proof they actually of this there to though? stop bucks like, yeah do we have proof of that or <laughs> <laughs> i love i love like the, they always like skate out they get to like the hash marks and they do like the diving kick like the fla- flailing kicks those are those were always my favorite. Oh yeah, I mean it's a it's a tried and true method of goaltending. Um, I mean that's what I did in knee hockey in my buddy's yeah. basement, right? So it's got to work in a game professionally. Oh, got to stack the pads. Yeah, if you have to stack the pads. You got go to go down. You got to put. You got to get your stick up a little, right? Because you you know yeah. you know because you got to make sure you're also blocking the the alley hoop yeah. shot. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Protect the nuts with the other hand and then you know try to kick their legs out right yeah it exactly. works every time <laughs> exactly. exactly so um no i, I it's that being said because i i could under i can understand somebody listening to the show like well chance you just admit they're not as good so why do we name the trophies up? because at the time they were the best and like if we're gonna keep like are we gonna do this every 10 years where we just go like reanalyze who the best player was of all time and then rename like you gotta draw the line somewhere yeah, and I we're getting older. Like I don't feel like I want to try to remember every ten years what the new fucking trophy's name is. Right? No, I, I can't. barely know what Selkie is. Right, like you know. No, and this is the NHL where we where we celebrate a lot of mundane shit anyway. Like we could probably get rid of. I would say probably a quarter of the trophies we have. I mean, like what the fuck is the Mark Messier Award? I mean, you're asking the wrong guy you're a swell like i think the award went basically like boiled down as you're just a swell guy you are the baldest player in the league yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right shut head yeah yes. no I, but the mark <laughs> mess yeah mark messi awards like nicest guy or best team fucking mom or something like that yeah 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 the uh, best oh. best uh post-game snacks yeah goes to mark messier (laughs) i don't fucking know what it is uh and most people don't anyway you know like the it's the trophy the trophies already like i the the definitions of who wins them already change as it is like like norris trophy best defenseman well what the fuck is best defenseman apparently nowadays it's just the defenseman that scored the most fucking points in the season so eric carlson so it's Eric Carl like Eric Carlson's I mean, gonna down, win the fucking right? Norris, even though he has like a minus twenty. <laughs> like hmm. I remember back in back in my day when Nick Lindstrom was on the ice, not only did he have the most points of any defenseman, but he had the highest plus minus in the league. <laughs> I say. I say, I tell you what. Oh. he was also he would also won the Mark Messier award if it was still a thing because he was the greatest he he is the greatest human being. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that's that's his nickname. He is the greatest human being. He, isn't he like a he's like a freak when it comes to like yeah. na- like uh exercise and shit too, right? Isn't that that's yeah. what I'm thinking oh, of? Yeah. He's he he like would get off the ice, Be he'd just, you know, casually get done being the best defenseman in the league, arguably ever. there, I understand that that's an argument. I would say he is the best defenseman ever. I understand some people would argue with me. Um, but get off of being one of the best players. Get off the ice, like work out, and then have time to like come home, be a loving husband and father, and then go run a 5K for charity, and then go adopt nine dogs, and then save a kid from a burning building, and then and then like show up. Thirty minutes early to practice. All in a fucking morning. <laughs> yeah. Shows up early to practice. Beats everybody there. First guy, first guy on the ice. Last guy off. <laughs> like, he just, he just did everything right. I've watched, I've watched old interviews about Lidström, but they're like, yeah, you don't even really want to hit him. Like, <laughs> like he's just, he's just too nice. Sorry, sorry. It's like La- it's like the the uh, the sound bites of Laroq getting into fights. Like, yeah, g- <laughs> yeah, good good show, buddy. Like, you, know. you just lay Lindstrom out, and he just gets up. He's like, "Hey, man, that was a really good hit. Good job. Hey, that was great. What are you doing and after?" You're like, no, Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> I got nine puppies. I need to fucking adopt. Yeah. Do you want to take one of them? <laughs> <Do> you <laughs> That wouldn't hurt, but you know. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna go visit a do you wanna go do a make a wish thing with me? This guy I, I guarantee you he does. <laughs> Scott Stevens' worst nightmare like fuck dude. Oh, I can't even hit this guy. I yeah. can't even give this guy a concussion. Like no. he's good for one and he is, you know, solving world peace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he goes and goes and negotiates world peace while he's at it. You think Scott Stevens like he just gets kicked out of the league if he hits Lindstrom? During the during the all star break he just like goes and volunteers at the UN to solve like world hunger. <laughs> from Sweden. He's a representative it's obvious. I, I wouldn't if somebody told me that Nick Lindström became like the king of Sweden, I, I I probably would believe them. Yeah, definitely. I mean They're like, yeah, I know uh, a lot about Swedish politics. Uh, me too. But yeah, it's mostly, he's mostly run from, next from Ricky. Day, I think. Mostly from Ricky, our Swedish defenseman that we played in college Yeah, with. Ricky. Ricard. Ricard Lindstrom. Yeah. No relation to the guy we've been talking I, about. That we know of. I mean, our, that, I think that all Swedish of. people are... Technically, his last name is Lindstrom, right? Yeah, he's... He, Ricky is Lindstrom. Mm. Uh, Nicholas from the Red Wings was Lidstrom. Yeah, uh, fuck. Goddamn yeah. But, technicality. And I, I learned that the hard way, so... It's a fucking technicality, man. Yeah, I, I mean... <laughs> f. I, f- I feel like there's a lot of lindstroms and lindstroms up up in sweden there's gotta be or like lundqvist I think lundqvist say. oh yeah you know forsbergs gotta be forsbergs yeah and like everyone else is just Pedersens of, yeah. of, of some sort you know they're, i mean they're like they're like oh you can't be another p-e-t-t-e-r-s-e-n you gotta change it to o-n all right, fine. a uh, hinga dinga <laughs> <darigan>. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a it, that's that hey, that's not racial. That's a SpongeBob reference right there. That is. Oh man, there's some good, yeah, some good happy, SpongeBob ones. Happy Happy Leaf Day everybody. We should celebrate that. We should. We we, we do that by wearing our favorite Swedish players jersey. Do I have any Swedish players jerseys? I would hope so. Some of the best players in the league. I am, like, quarter Swedish, so I should have, like, someone. You should know this. I think you – you, and that and your innate ability to thread a needle on a pass. That's literally all I'm good for. <laughs> i literally – like, you could just blindfold me out there, and I, you know, that's – I just kind of skate Couldn't do down. anything else. Hope, but, yeah. hope I don't get hit, and I just pass it into an area and hope someone's there. Well, just get laid right. out yourself. Like, just – Get dummied, but you made an immaculate pass. That's right, dude. What's what I do it for? Well, Taylor's only got like one concussion left in him. Don't put him on the <laughs> ice until we need a goal. <laughs> put him on the power play. That's <laughs> literally all he could do at this point. <laughs> Just, Coach, my ears are ringing. Yeah, well. They're also bleeding. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the sound of the goal we're going to get when you pass the puck. Uh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah i i am playing in a tournament uh february i think oh really yeah well it's not a tournament it's like a couple games but i okay i need to probably lace them up sometime before them for like a you know half an hour or so just to make Uh, sure my my gear fits Um, yeah yeah i mean these three beers are definitely going to add to them not fitting probably not yeah 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 but yeah play some play play a little puck I'm just, I just chirp now. That's all I do, and like a good chirp, like you know, I try to be funny. That's really all I'm out there for. Just draw penalties the whole time. Yeah, you know, just fucking tripping guys that I know are way too big to actually punch me, right? So like, you know, a a huge guy's not going to try to fight my five nine little ass. Mm -hmm. You know, so I can get away with it. accurate yeah. i i did that in my lot. not that i can go back i i had pt today and my shoulder's doing a lot better but yeah. i don't think i'm gonna get i don't think i'm gonna get on the ice at least before the new year
1: Jeez. um
0: god there's this one guy up from california though. he moved up here and he I, I just immediately just started making up shit for him like i don't know who he was but he he's one of those guys that like has no team loyalty because mm-hmm. it, it's beer league and everybody needs players always mm-hmm. like i swear he was on four different teams like like four times in a row when our team played a different team he was on that team <laughs> yeah just, like and, that's brilliant and he just was a he was such a try hard the entire time every game and i'm like oh it, he looks like igor Larionov, Hell So just, yeah. like, i just started giving it to him i was like hey igor you're trying you're good you're so good bud you're so you're bad. so good I mean, that's what I—that's what I used to do when I worked at the rink. Is like, you know, when you have a, yeah, oh, you have an God. adult league game, and, and they're like, "Hey, we're down like a player. Uh, you you want to go?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude." My boss is like, doesn't even know that I'm working right now, pretty much. So, <laughs> yeah, let me like, just jump out there. You got any beers for me? I haven't seen my boss in weeks. Yeah, <laughs> he's too busy laundering money from this rink. <laughs> Fuck. Oh shit. Yeah, I hanging even played, Sa- I even playing B- out with Sarah Palin. Yeah, I even played a B-League game one time, and they all they did was just make me drink. They made me chug two beers before the mm. game, so I had a little mm. little you know a good buzz going, and then play my opposite hand. Oh, makes makes sense. Yeah. Ooh, I was just thinking. I was talking to our buddy Devin, um Puckapalooza might be fun now that the new rink is up. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. I'm down, dude. Hey, uh, Dusty Bender listeners uh, who have skated with us or can skate. Uh, If you're interested in putting together a Puckapalooza team from Moscow, Idaho, coming up, if the tournament's still going, uh, fucking reach out to us. Actually, skating's not even a requirement to play with us. Like, it's mostly just, do you... If you can can drink, uh, we'll take you. Yeah. I mean, do you like to, you know, grab a couple 30 racks and finish them before the game starts, right? Like, I mean, that's where we're at with the team aspect of things. Do you like mysterious energy drinks that could or could not possibly give you cancer then we've got a mixed drink called a windex that's just for you it's just exactly what you need i literally looked up that energy drink and it it's banned in california yeah it's like fucking it's like minotaur or whatever <laughs> minotaur oil <laughs> it's, it's got pixie blood it's gotta be yeah it's definitely it's it's some sort of unicorn like mixture you literally i went online you literally it's like it's it's a company out of new jersey and you literally if you live in california you cannot buy it (laughs) because it's 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 known to the state of california to cause cancer oh fuck it's gotta be good then oh dude we i hope not we drink so fucking much of it i mean it's like it's it's old uh pieces of ceiling from asbestos ridden buildings Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the drippings that yeah, come yeah, down yeah, from yeah, that, yeah, no, like from perfect. the the caved in roof. Yeah, that's good. I yeah. knew I knew it all... had that kind of taste to it. Yeah, and with all the microplastics in the rain now, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just, just adds extra. It's flavor It's just ocean water, with right. with the fucking microplastics in the and no. the island of garbage. It's it's okay. The microplastics dripping through the asbestos caved in roof at uh, Fukushima power plant. <laughs> We're going to get sued by this company. They're going to be like, "Jesus. We are, oh, how the fuck did they know?" If this podcast ever catches up, we are We're so definitely fucked. sued. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. by by Eddie. It's I'm just going to be Nick Miller. I'm just going to sit back. Take anything you want, honey. <laughs> just take it. Yeah. All right. Should, maybe, we should, maybe we should I mean, we We got talking we, hockey, but I mean, we you know, we got oh some Christ. stuff. We got way we got way off track. Yeah. Uh once again, this episode is brought to you by John Miller uh fire chief is shoshone county fire district number one he skated a little bit in his life reminds me of the fella um that we talked about in the last episode from the mighty ducks uh, that skates really fast but can't stop hell yeah dude you need him and you need a fucking luis mendoza on every team we we do he is definitely a Lu, luis mendoza um gray hands good he skates fast he's just he's got to get stopping down he's got something um, against like cans i think
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that's what it is. Probably. Uh, between that and the the firefighting, it's got to be something like that. hmm mm-hmm. Fires yeah, and cans. Um, yeah. Give them uh, Thanks again. Thanks again, Miller, for sponsoring the episode. Appreciate you, bud. Alright. Uh jumping into some kraken talk here for another, you know, ten, twenty minutes or 30, 40, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to limit the kraken talk today, folks. I know that we can kinda we can we could talk about this team all fucking day. Probably. Um, so we'll we'll do our best to try to, to limit the talk. Um, as of this, Kraken are on a two game win streak, right? Yeah, a little heater. Ooh. Uh, and there were you know, it was just last episode where we said like this stretch is coming up is very important to their playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like they've got they've got wet, they're all like I think the next 5 or 6 games are all western conference teams and I think half of them are divisional. Yeah, not until the new year do they play an eastern conference team. Okay. Uh, and the next okay. 3 are against Pacific teams. So yeah, I, and in the last yeah. 2 that they won were central teams, right? So centrals. Yeah. 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 Um so beating the beating the blues is I mean, I Give me since we don't have our blues expert anymore. Uh, I mean, he still exists. That, that sounded like he's dead. It did it did kind of <laughs> might as might as well be to us though. Yeah, he's dead to me. <laughs> not, not until he pays you back, That's right? right? God damn it! I probably owe him money at this point. He keeps fucking winning. <laughs> Pisses me off. My fucking fantasy team so bad. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, no, no, it's really good. I just picked up William Carlson today. Hey, so there you it's, go. <laughs> it's gonna turn around. Perfect, Wild Bill. Yeah, Wild Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretend pretending it's 2018 again. Yeah, Bring uh, back. <laughs> those are good. Da- those are good days, man. Oh God, it was a great day for my fantasy team. I won that year. Talking, <laughs> uh, talking. Uh, talk uh, so, tell me the okay. The significance of these two wins. We take out the Blues pretty handedly. Yeah, I mean we and were up then, four, we were up four zero on them. Yeah, yeah, we take out the Blues pretty handily, and then before that was Winnipeg, I believe. Yeah, Winnipeg three two. That was a good game though. Yeah, it was good. It was a great game. So, give me a little rundown on the significance of these games. Like, it was, are these are these throwaways? Are these make or break? You know, does this get the team back? Kind of because we were talking before in the last episode, the team's unstable right now. Once Grubauer came back, we're we're have we're seeing the same problems again. We're getting goaltending issues. The defense is inconsistent. What what are we seeing now, man? So two big wins, right? I, I, we've kind of talked all year about how wishy washy St. Louis is. So you know it, it's not it's not like you know we're they're they're beating everybody and then we just walked in and beat them. But this was a team that was it's not a state. That's not a statement win. Right, right. Yeah. It, it is to an extent to where you know I think there's still believers in that St. Louis team. Right. to to the point where, like, I mean, at the beginning of the year, everyone was pretty much penciling in the blues. Like if you weren't penciling in the blues after last year uh, and really since uh, Berube took over. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're not penciling them into the playoffs, I mean, you're, you're kind of an outcast. Right. Um, sure. So I think in that regard, Kraken taking that game is, is definitely huge. And they they fuck they whooped up on. It. I mean, it was four. It was five. Two was the final. It wasn't that close, man. um. But so I think I think with that one, that's just a good, you know, Central is on everyone's list better than the Pacific. Right. So you've got to that's that's a big game to win against a central team that people are saying is technically better than you, even though they're they're 500 team. Right. Um, and then the the Jets is the bigger win. And I, th- it was honestly uh, it, yep. it started off not great. Um, I didn't really like the Kraken's first period, but they just kind of hung around with it. Um mm-hmm. But ended up, yeah, ended up beating the Jets, who I believe are still at the top of the Central uh, on that side of things. We'd have to, you know, fact check ourselves there, but that is... No, they're, they're, they're in the top three. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. So I think that that's definitely a big win, and, and again, it's just a third, like, hours I I think still looks shaky in that game, so Jets only had 17 Agreed. shots on goal. Um, Agreed. You know, he let in two power play goals, he looked a little, little shaky in that regard, but... In the end, they still like the team just rallies, man. And and in in a vacuum, you could argue that that's more of a PK problem than a goaltending problem. Sure, but he's part Um, of the PK. That's the thing. But but he you're you're right, and it and that's in a vacuum. Like if you if you take in his consistency of play, um, you know that that's that's again concerning. I think you know he ended what two goals on. 17 shots 15 saves you know that's that's still putting you below 900 on the save save percentage yeah yeah well th- at that point you know you just blame it on the defense for actually doing their fucking job and you let into that's teams, true right? so uh, lose lose but yeah yeah definitely yep. so, i mean this this was a big game um you know getting getting goals from from some good guys you know eberle scored um yeah you're right winnipeg's in in the second in the central mm-hmm. um you know, so and I think I think this is just something. This has been the mo all year. Is to Kraken are just really resilient. Uh, I mean, two mm-hmm. goals in the third period to, to win it three two in regulation. That's huge. I mean, that's that's what good teams actually do, right? And so we mm-hmm. see these little bursts of it, um, but you still you still don't like to see Grubauer with a sub nine hundred save percentage, right? I mean, uh, I know I know you know a lot of people. I've, I've chatted with a few buddies mm-hmm. uh, uh, listening to the pod that save percentages and everything. Uh, but I get that, you know. I, I understand that. Uh, but man, you want to see it a little higher than it, than it is right now, right? On so. a on a long, I, I agree with that in the term in the sense of like how we talk about plus minus on the show. Sure. Like I understand in a in an isolated in a vacuum in a one to maybe five game stint. Um, you know, save percentage plus minus like it's they can be skewed because there's different, you know, there's different circumstances in this case like we said, we we're kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt two power play goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are those are opportunities where a, a, another team is going to have a better chance of scoring. That being said, uh, it, once you get the grand scheme of things, like his his overall save percentage, like this is not this is not uncommon for Grubauer. Like he continues to put up sub 900 save percentages. So even if he does have an excuse this night, it's, it's hard to give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. Like if this, if this is Martin Jones, you're, you're a little more forgiving. Sure. And that's just the backup syndrome there. Right. Um, yeah, I think the thing with Grubauer is like, I I'd like to blame it on a low number of shots is the reason that his save percentage is like that. Right. Um, but even, even when he gets a lot of shots, right? So there, there's some goalies that really do excel with more shots, right? Marc-Andre Fleury comes to mind instantly. Yes. Right? He's yes. a guy that really gets... He starts seeing a ton of rubber. He sees a ton of rubber in the first period. Uh, it's going to be tough to beat him, right? Because be- before he Before just- him... Or not before him, but I I thought of I always think of Corey Crawford. Yeah, Crawford, another another good example. Um, mm-hmm. so you know, but then you start really digging into his numbers. I mean, you look at like you know, not to go back too far. I know we touched on this game a little bit, but uh, you know, you go back to the to the uh the Lightning game, right? Mm-hmm. You go back to the Lightning game, and the, the Lightning had thirty shots. They scored six fucking goals. Right. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not I, I don't I, I can't put all of the blame on a low number of shots is the reason that he, you know, his yep. numbers look really bad. Um, I just I he's just I don't know. He's he's subpar. I mean, he's just he is yeah. subpar. And I don't I honestly I don't know where the argument comes from from uh, from some folks that he uh, He's playing well. He's he's not. The team is playing no. well. Um, same thing with Jones, arguably. The team is is playing well, and, and they're honestly making up for a lot of these mistakes, unfortunately. So, and that's one of the themes that I wanted to hit on while we talk about this, is that the, the throughout all of these struggles, though, so the, the three or four-game losing streak, um, the, the offense is still there. Yeah. The offense is still there. We're still scoring goals. It's just they're scoring more goals. Sure. Um, so and and that that depth comes in again like I, the the Blues game shit uh, you know you got McCann who continues to to hit the board Sick. and I think he's still yeah oh God he's that guy finds way. Like that goal from he's twenty six he's like he's about to hit his prime it's just crazy he's, he's, he's he is a good he's a damn good player he's, man. He's, he's he might have the leading I mean until Maddie comes into his own um it's going to be McCann and, and Maddie uh, that guy just he finds ways to score goals like the, in that Blues game it was like a backhand. From uh off of the behind the the leg pad right kind of goal so it was just that was just incredible um but McCann's there but you're, you're getting fucking Carson Susie jumping into the fucking play yeah you know like you're you're we're getting depth scoring and that's good like that's that's one of the things that this team has to hit on but it, and we're you know once the defense and the goaltending I'm I'm not gonna say I mean for two periods Jones was playing fantastic and then once once you got to the third period i watched that blues game once you got to the third period there was ar- like it was already over like it was for nothing yeah but yeah the blues put up two but it 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 didn't matter god how um, often do we see that in the nhl dude you're up four zero you're probably giving up at least one or two right yep. it's just it's yep. just natural right you just kind of yep. take it off the gas pedal because because nowadays, especially like NA, the, the NHL go to is like if you're up by, you know, three or more going into the third period, um, you you just sit on the lead like you don't you just don't you just don't press on the gas. You you play lockdown hockey and just just coast them out. And that's exactly what they did um, to go in. Now, obviously, that that proved to be fatal well not fatal but i mean we got two goals against us but it, at that point it didn't really matter and and the kraken were out shooting the blues by a significant margin so yeah. uh yeah it was that that game was I'm, I'm not gonna say that beating the blues is probably something to, to hang our hat on uh blues are sitting at 16 16 and one right now with a minus 18 goal differential <laughs> uh so this this is not a good hockey team right now um but they're they're straight you know but hey um you have to win these games like you can't be unless you are unless it's you know the second half to the last quarter of a season and you're comfortably in a playoff spot like statistically speaking you could play 500 hockey the rest the rest of the way down the stretch sure you can you can afford to lose to a Chicago or Anaheim or Arizona with your AHL players in uh just because you're resting your guys sure but but this is still I mean we're are we halfway through the season? Oh, that's a good question. Thirty-one? No, we're not. We're not even halfway through the season yet. So we're—I mean, this is—you—you you need to beat the easy team. Sure. Like it just—it—it it needs to happen. So, um, you know, Winnipeg's not an easy team. That's they're—they're they're still in the fight, um, and and probably will make the playoffs. Uh, it, I mean, it's very possible. Depending on how seating works, we could Seattle could even see Winnipeg in the first round. It's possible. Sure. Um, you know, if Seattle drops to a wild card, as we predict, that Colorado, Edmonton, and Calgary you know, kind of get their shit together a little bit. Um, If those teams climb back up, it's very possible that Seattle drops to a wild card and ends up playing somebody from the Central. So very, very possible. Uh, I do, I just, you know, I'd like to think that we were joking before the show. I was, I was saying that, you know, I was doing the Shorzy. This team will never lose again. (laughs) Uh, I'd like to think that at least, at least I'd like to believe that for the next few games. uh, These very important, if they can win these next, you know, three or four games. So they're playing Pacific Division teams uh, not only are these going to be good solid like give you cushion wins but i mean they'll i mean if they can beat edmonton and calgary it shows them that they're a force to be reckoned with it shows that edmonton and calgary need to need to be honestly concerned right yeah um, yep. absolutely let me leave you with with a couple stats uh just i went back a okay. little bit r- real quick of the last couple games for the kraken uh they have not scored a power play goal since i believe the florida game on december 11th let me double check this one uh, you know who could help out yep, your power that's play that's it yeah some guy that from nashville probably uh well i was thinking a, a fella a fella who has a pension for hitting cabbies oh oh okay okay oh yeah and it should be fine there because we only there's only uber drivers in seattle really so yeah and a lot of uh e-bikes yeah, so yeah, he should fine. be should be good on that front. Yeah. Can you get a, can uh, you get I, a DUI know. from an e-bike? Yeah. Oh fuck, motorized vehicle. Yeah, yeah that's bullshit. So if I'm pedaling, <laughs> if bullshit. I'm pedaling that sucker, I'm fine. Probably. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah! All right, that's a loophole. Coasted. That's yeah. <laughs> coast down the hill. That's Sir. a different crime. Sir. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, what were your stats? Did you have them? Did you say? Oh well, yeah, since the five two. On December 11th against Florida, they have one power play goal. They were one for six that game, uh, okay. and then the last two games, they ha- their penalty kill is, has let in three goals on six attempts. Okay, so special teams needs needs some help. Needs a little, it needs a little love. Uh, you're just and that and yeah. that that goes back to the weakness of this team that we've known about since day one. Yeah. Uh, that this team doesn't have star power. Sure. This team is this team is deep. It has heart. And if they can actually be that, then they're going to be a danger. I mean, that's those are the types of teams that are dangerous in the playoffs. It, star power is, as we've seen from Connor McDavid, it's easy to shut down stars in the playoffs and your team goes to shit. Right. It's it's the deep teams that win Stanley Cups. And so in the playoffs, that's really handy. But so is your power um, play that, in that's the playoffs, a- though but but so is your power play so um yeah maybe maybe uh, we don't need to dive into it because we're we'll save that for the trade deadline episode but uh maybe maybe you go out and you look for just a pure goal scorer. you know like a a, a phil kessel type maybe um somebody somebody that's you know not necess- just a one-way dimensional player that you can sit on the blue line and just fucking yamir yager at this point you know i think they bring in a d at the deadline can be a power play guy i think that's fine that can that can that can quarterback a power play yeah. that's smart because uh, yeah smart. i mean you look at guys like Beneers and bjorkstrand and burgkovsky like they have some guys that should be good on a top power play right like maybe it yeah. is just a co- like our, our strategy for power play sucks or something i don't know it's a, you need you need somebody that's not you know would play maybe second to third pairing minutes sure. but but when the power play comes they're on first power play um, I don't really know who that would be at the moment. Somebody's. I, I mean, got two a, on first the Ducks. The kingdom for you if you want them. I'm, oh, uh, John Klingberg. John Klingberg or uh, Shattenkirk's also going to be on the fucking block. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. I was thinking more like a John Marino, but that works too. I don't know if they'll move. He, that's uh, New Jersey, right? Yeah, I don't move him. no, I don't think th- I don't think they move him. But I was I was thinking like that right, type of right, player, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> which is it's hard to find offensive. It's hard to find offensive theory. defenseman. You know, I I thought Mackenzie Wieger you know, sure. or something like yeah, that. But yeah. but you know, Definitely. who's having a very? He's sitting on our fucking waiver wire right now. Yeah, he's uh, struggling, busting a little. Actually, both him and Huberdo I think it, it, the, t- totally off course. Sorry, uh, goodbye yep. Seattle Kraken. I guess. Um, yep. Oh wait, Winter Classic. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Real, real, we just hit on. Um, there, there is a rumor out there right now that, uh, Gar- as in k- typical Gary Bett- Bettman form, uh, coming up on the coming. What is the? What is this year's Winter Classic? I think it's Fenway, isn't it? It's at uh, Boston First- Red Sox Stadium. Yeah, that sounds right. I great. believe so. Boston and Buffalo. Boston and. Somebody? Let's see. 2023. Anyway, while well, you look that up, um the the Winter Classic, uh, it's rumored that the next Winter Classic will be in Seattle against Vegas, uh which would be fucking sick. But we'll we'll kind of dive more into that when it's confirmed. 2023 Winter Classic. Uh Fenway Park in Boston, it is Pittsburgh and the Bruins. Great. Awesome. Pittsburgh glad, again. Glad, have, glad that we're really trying to explain expand the game on this jesus how many times has pittsburgh been <clears throat> in the fucking winter classic it's got to be it's they have to be the most right it feels like it yeah it feels like it yeah who knows okay in any case so that's done uh moving on what else we got uh talking i think i, I wanted to touch on the gary bettman thing you, you talked about what's that one uh the the extension of uh games oh yes um yeah, there's 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 been talk going around that they're looking into an 84 game season rather than an 82 game season. Uh, the, kind of the underlying reasoning behind it is there are some uh, interdivisional teams that actually play three games against each other, and some interdivisional teams like you know Pacific teams that play four games against other pacific or you know against so mm-hmm. ducks and kings play four ducks and sharks play three right so mm. um, and so they're kind of looking at making it two games more i've I, man honestly online people just love to bitch right so mm-hmm. people just bitching about two more games is fucking hilarious to me it's literally like one <laughs> you could fit that into one week somewhere right like get yeah. the fuck out of here uh, yeah so i will i will say that i do fall in the camp of so I, I, it's a, I'm a very, like, passive, I, I passively disagree with this. Like, it's not, you're right, two games is nothing. It can be, and it is not that big a deal. But it's the wrong direction that we need to be going. Um, When it comes to players, like, ask any player, the season is long and brutal. And sometimes when you get to the midway point, it is very difficult to, Get motivated, keep your concentration. It's you know it, it. You you forget who's on the schedule. You just show up to the arena and you are playing whoever else is taking the ice that night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's and especially like in a league where we argue that the season, the regular season, means nothing, mm-hmm. uh, which which we love. Like I mean, we love that it's it's a fun thing to. I understand there are some. Uh, like NBA fans out there that try to get into hockey or not. They don't like the fact that, you know, an eighth seed could sometimes pull off an upset or a seventh seed. In um, hockey, that's a way of life. You know, like if, if you can get into the playoffs, you got a legitimate shot of rolling the dice and, you know, making a, making a run. Um, and I I personally love that. Some people don't. Some people are like, well, no, the best team should should win. Well, if they were the best team, they would also dominate the playoffs. And, and you know what? In a league where we argue that parity does happen, it doesn't happen as much as we think mm-hmm. like more often than more often than not the favorite wins the cup like last year the avalanche won the cup that no one's going to argue mm-hmm. with that you know tampa bay lightning winning the cup no one's going to argue with that um the blues i think were an exception you know blue the blues were one of those that came out of kind of nowhere and and put and put that up um who am i missing Did i'd I, say the I, caps God, i'd say the caps too weren't like a f- for sure you know and i wouldn't even say there was an upset it was more of just like the caps the caps are one of those like you just keep rolling the dice every year and eventually it's gonna land on a you know snake eyes yeah exactly um you know everybody but but you're right nobody nobody like once the caps won that it's not like everybody was like oh shit this is the starting of a dynasty like everybody was like good for the caps Let's let's move on. It's probably their last one for a little while. and <laughs> Right. Like this, good, good for them beating their head against the wall this whole time. They finally got one kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Thank God Boston they ran into Vegas. The, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston winning their cup. That that makes total sense. Right. Chicago winning all those cups. Like th- those were the, be- the good teams. Right. You know what I mean? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh on their long run. Like the, they were the best teams. Right. So in a league where we like to try to pride ourselves on a league where there's parody and the underdog can sometimes come from behind and take it. Uh, it doesn't always happen. I think, like, going back all the way to the Chicago wins, you know, then the, and then even before that's Detroit, who was the best team, um, probably, what, the Blues, the Kings, the first year, and the Caps, maybe. Yeah. Like, everybody, everybody else, you look at that and you go, yeah, that makes sense. Kings, Kings I, I don't remember if they did or if they almost did sweeping that first year. Right, just yeah, fucking was, walking everyone from the eighth seed, which that's Cinderella. Yeah. Dude, come on, that's literally that's you have to love that, right? Love that's that crazy. shit. Yeah, you gotta love it's that. Crazy, you gotta love that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. So um, definitely love that, it, and so it doesn't happen as much as we we like to think it does. Uh, either the detractors or the the people who love that kind of shit, yeah. um, you know. But but yeah, do do playoff round upsets happen? Sure, yeah, all awesome. the time. Like even though even though Montreal didn't win the cup they did make it to the final fucking crazy but at but at the end of the day the, the team that should have won the stanley cup won the stanley cup sure. now somebody who is a purist and just wants the best teams to play the best teams should it have just been you know auto-seeded to vegas and tampa in that year maybe but if vegas was the best team they would probably they should have beaten montreal what's the fun in that dude like what's the like you, i'm just thinking to like nhl you know Nineteen, where you just fucking auto sim as your GM yeah. mode, right? Like you just you, you've given up, right? The, That's the so argument, boring. the the argument to our point is that 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 it makes the it makes the regular season mean less than nothing. Like what what is the point of winning the president's trophy? Home ice advantage, right? Like we've we've seen time and time again that that doesn't really help, um or or it makes a minimal difference. You know what I mean? Um, you get a could unless unless.
1: Yeah, yeah you could, that's you about get it. Could be a pat on the butt.
0: It doesn't it doesn't really do anything. I you know I would I'd be in, I'm open to those things. I'm open to ideas. Um, even though I'm a fuddy duddy in the sense of I would just like to go back to the conference structure of one one v eight. But whatever. It should it should be. But maybe this eighty four game season would do that. Right. I, I would. Have, we'd have to crunch yeah, some numbers. But maybe if you know if you uh, let me. Let me let me throw this at you. Instead of increasing or decreasing games, like because you like you said, the idea is that we're supposed to be playing our divisional and conference more than everybody else. But Gary Bettman's also very much on this train of every team must play every other team at least once. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to sacrifice? Like, so if I said Taylor, every like your t- the Seattle Kraken are guaranteed to play every Pacific Division team four times and every conference team twice but in exchange they're not going to play some eastern conference teams would you be would you be okay with that it's very that's very nfl esque um yeah yeah I, yeah i just I, to me i i almost would prefer that because i i literally it's it's hard like it's fun to see Seattle stack up against my like my Red Wings, my Red Wings are coming there in February. I'm gonna go watch that game. That's gonna be fun. But at the end of the day, Seattle and the Detroit Red Wings are never going to get any sort of rivalry going. They're never gonna, like it's and it it just means nothing. Sure, you know like it, it's those those conference games and they mean less than they mean less in the standings too. So players have less motivation. You know if they're if you're gonna take a night off. It's you know, it's game four on a western if you're an Eastern you say you're the New York Rangers and you're on a four game road trip across Canada and you're game four in Vancouver after hitting Winnipeg, Calgary, and Edmonton, like that's a throwaway game, you know? Yeah, up in fucking Rochester. Yeah, it's a throwaway game up in Rochester. Um so I, I, I like I, I think I would lean toward more that idea of like I I would be okay. I would I would gladly give up the Kraken playing the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Carolina Hurricanes, or something like that, in exchange for a you know, four or five games against uh, LA, Vegas, uh, Vancouver, you know, teams that are in their division. Yeah. Because that's how you get division rivals. What So yeah, I think, yeah. That's not a bad idea. I think I like this, so what what, what I could see happening potentially is doing an every other year, right? So if you you know, Red Wings are here this year, Red Wings are at home against the Kraken next year, then the year after that, they're back here, right, or something, you know, something along those lines, because I I would still, you know, I mean, being, being complete, you know, from a financial standpoint, there's a reason that he wants them to play, too, is because guys like you come over here at least once a year to fucking throw money at it, right? Yeah, oh. The, the, the Seattle Kraken—well, you know, fucking—the De- Detroit Red Wings are going to sell out any building they're in. Yeah. Put it that way. Like, it, it, the New York Rangers, the Boston Bruins, like, the teams that have established fan bases, they're going to go to any rink in the country, and they are going to increase attendance numbers. Sure. Sure. Like, it, that, it's annoying when they go to another rink that has their own fan base. You know, if Toronto visits Boston or something, then, that, yeah, that's going to be a problem. You've got too many people. It's an overflow. But, you know, if, if the Detroit Red Wings go to a Coyote, go to, you know, fucking uh, ASU, the the odds of the, that place being more red than Kachina are pretty good. Right. So, let me see. But money's money I'm just, to Gary I'm Bettman. I'm crunching some numbers here. So, yep. you play, I'm at, I'm at 64. So, I'm at uh, 16 against... 32 against the East, right? You play uh-huh. the Central... Let am just thinking from the Kraken standpoint. You play the Central twice. You're at 16. You play them four times. You're at 32. You're at 64 total there, right? Uh-huh. So you've played Central teams each four times. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so then you're at 64. So, yeah. I I, I don't mind that. I, I just... Yeah, I, I think you could probably squeeze not, in a couple more conf- or, you know at least conference games, right? I think because because yeah. you know, yep. if you go to the 1 through 8 1 through 8 format, it doesn't necessarily mean that like Edmonton and Seattle are going to have a rivalry because they're in the Pacific. They could have no fucking huh. issues with each other. But if you went through 1 through 8, all of a sudden Nashville is just chippier and shit every time Seattle plays them. That's actually their, you know, that's the rivalry, right? And so, why yep, not? Why yep. not just stack, you know, the West against each other in general? Um, and I know it has stuff to do with financially the travel and all that fun shit. But I mean, you know, you go to that one through eight system, you can see anybody on the West Coast in the playoffs, right? So at that point, you're just you have rivalries all over the fucking conference. Uh, I just I, like, yeah, there's just got to be a better way. Yeah, I'm not a I, math guy. There, the, I mean, I don't know if there's a, there's a right or wrong way to do it. I think there are better ways to do it than others. Um, with the playoff format, I mean, our wild card system, I, I don't like it. Um, it. It The whole thing of Gary Bettman trying to stress division rivalries, yet we have a playoff system where two teams from any division can make the playoffs. Right. Um, like, it just – it it's very strange. Um, that being said, to kind of add on the last episode we talked about um, – uh, Gary Bettman getting all pissy about the, the boards, the live boards. Mm-hmm. Um, another part of that was him saying absolutely fucking not to the possibility of play-in rounds for the wild card. Um, I'm actually going to probably agree with him on I this. Agree. Uh, I think that's dumb. <laughs> I think that's really stupid. Yeah. Um, making the worst teams battle it out for the last two wild card spots when they inevitably will get probably bounce as well again this is a league of parody but i i just i think that's really dumb uh i, I think that there needs to be because because that, that i think again more invaluates in invalidates your season you know if you're if you're one of the, now granted i understand that there are definitely different ways of looking at that like say there's you know the last two wild card spots are up and you'll say okay say it's calgary and edmonton they're playing for the. They're they're in the last two wild card spots. One of them, can they can only get one, but and they're they're neck and neck. Each has got one game. Sounds exciting at the moment, but then like you look at the schedule and like, you know, Edmonton's going to be playing the 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 fucking Tampa Bay Lightning, who are benching half their roster, getting ready for the playoffs, and the Calgary Flames is going to be playing the Coyotes. Right. Like that's not exciting like that that's gonna ruin it so i i understand that perspective but at the end of the day i think i would still rather have that anticlimactic you know have the chips fall where they may than have this like weird pseudo play-in round for for the last two cards of the last two spots of the play of playoffs that's so this is what mlb does um Mm. yeah it's it works for them it works for Mm -hmm. them and over a 162 game season right like if you're that close, that's right? Too like, many. That's games. so many games. That's too. If many you're games. that close, like it makes sense. You're basically just like, come on, dude. Like any, you know, mm-hmm. any, you know, fuck. They had to play three games on a day because it rained the day before, right? That's they don't play right. three on a day, but you know what I mean, right? Um, still though, still. So like, it makes a little more sense for them. Uh, if you if you needed a play on play in round to get into the playoffs, you were not good enough. Right, so the mm. chips should just need to fall the, the way that they are, and I understand why they're probably even looking at it as like you don't want to go to a statistic like point percentage or uh, you yeah. know overtime losses as like a tiebreaker. But um, man, I make mean, can flip a fucking coin if you if you really feel the need to do that. But it's just like, yep. dude, you know, yeah, you, you you couldn't quite make it in. You're not going to get one more shot, right? You, you know, no. So, uh, no. so- yeah. I, I think I think you're right. I, I agree with you in the sense that I think 84 games really isn't any different than 82 mm-hmm. um, in, in in the grand scheme of things. I just think that it kind of, like, we've been saying all this time that we need to try, try to find a way to maybe reduce the number of games to make them more meaningful and keep players more interested. Um, from a player's perspective, I understand as a, as a fan, you want more games. And as a fan, you're, you're you know, two more games. Woo, great. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like maybe that that's it's kind of the wrong direction we need to be going, or or maybe that there's more pressing issues that we need to address. Sure, sure. If that makes if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, speaking of addressing some issues, uh, Kale McCarr recently tried to uh, tried to tried to call off a penalty. Well, he didn't try. He fucking did. That they they overturned it. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, Didn't know they could do that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, what it, it, for anyone living under a rock this week, um, Barzal, Barzal is chasing Makar around the back of the neck. Er, back of the neck. Oh, man. Back of the neck. Just just, just chase chasing him around him, the back just of the neck. By his neck. Yep. Uh, and kind of gives, gives him a little bit of a push, like a, pr- a pretty natural little, like, you know, push. Like, hey, I'm on your hip kind of. Kind of move with his stick. Yep. Uh, Makar takes, I think, like even one or two more steps after this and slides mm-hmm. out. So he actually, he ends up just wiping out himself. Um, and so the, the ref, you know, from where the ref was in the opposite corner that they were, it does, I mean, you know, sure, it kind of looks like, Makar just went down, right? It looks like there was mm-hmm. probably a penalty. Well, Makar got up and was kind of like waving his hand like, nah, dude, like, no, that wasn't, I ate shit, right? Like, I, it was right. me, this shouldn't be a penalty. Um mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, I believe they ended up overturning it. And uh, yeah, just just the, just the feedback from fucking dipshit fans on on line, like I couldn't believe it. Like there was a there was a uh, there was a it's Sportsnet's like betting podcast, and the guy mm-hmm. is talking about like you know he probably fucking lost a bet because of it or something, right? Like you know he's looking mm-hmm. at it from this angle, so that's that's fine. But it's like. You've probably never skated a fucking day in your life. You've probably never played the game. And you're you're oh. basically just bashing Makar because, you know, he should have taken the power play. Dude, I, I believe in good karma, right? Like, he, he, it'll come back around. Um, you know, and I want, I want to beat this team without cheating, essentially, right? Like, not saying that I cheated. The ref fucked up. But, you know, if he wants to make the decision to overturn it because I waved my fucking hand at him and said it wasn't a penalty, that's on him, right? Like, you know, I'm going to at least give it a go, uh, you know, so if... It speaks to speaks to Makar's moral character. Yeah. I don't know if he would have turned down something like that in the playoffs. No, but... 100% he would have taken that in the playoffs. But, it's uh, but again, it's yeah. a fucking regular season game, right? Right. Um, yeah, so just an interesting setup, and it's interesting to see just all the negative feedback from, from quote-unquote fans of the game, right? Yeah. Like, dude... <sighs> You know, I, I get it. Like maybe yes, you take the power play, but um, just go beat the team. Like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Inter- interesting, really interesting setup. Yeah, I I agree. That's I don't think I've ever seen anything like mm-hmm. that before. Where like I, we've seen some guys like go, no, that was me or something like that, but like actually overturn it. That's very strange. yeah. We usually just see them like, Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking. <laughs> there was right. another moment right. this week too where someone someone was bitching on their way to the box, and the the ref was just like, hey, this is a hot mic. You know, you're literally yep. yelling fuck yep. at me and Shut, I, I, shut I, I, your, I, your shut mouth, shut your mouth. My mic's <laughs> on. That's hilarious. Yep. Fuck. Um also you're talking about uh, old, old, old Michael Bunting. What uh, does he did he get in a nice retirement home? Yeah, little what? baby bunting. Um, little nine pound six ounce Michael Bunting. Be- Benjamin, <laughs> Benjamin shit, right? no, Bunting. Benjamin huh? Bunting. Um Benjamin Bunting <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> shit! Gosh, why did I come up with this? Uh, yeah, so uh, this was another one that was fucking blowing up online because uh, there, there was some sort of there, there, was there was a little bit of a scrum uh, stuff going on, but basically, basically, Bunting is getting getting removed from the ice, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And one of the linesmen is basically like, you know, he's kind, so Bunting's kind of skating backwards, and the linesman's kind of pushing his chest out the door Uh right so you know quit quit jabbering quit fuck it you're not going back out there you're going down the tunnel shut the fuck up and i'm gonna kind of help you down the tunnel right um fuck we see that we've seen this we see this all the time this is just this old time reffing right like this is just what happens and the amount of outrage about if this was the other way around bunting would have had a 10 game suspension oh my god, He fucking, he's trying to hurt Bunting. Like, shut your fucking dumb ass mouth. Dude, Bunting is fragile, okay? Like, he could break a hip at any moment. I mean, yes, but then, you know, just go grab his walker for him and send him down the tunnel. Like, I just, to me, it was just, it was crazy hearing some of these fucking fan reactions. Like, we've just so whiny dude so fucking whiny like just anything to yeah, bitch I'm, about it's hilarious and I mean yeah you know that's what we do too right we, we find shit this is what the whole podcast is, oh, is about yeah. bitching about shit but like oh yeah absolutely. not in that regard Red, Red Wings fans get, I'm, I'm sitting here making fun of Michael Bunting's age about a Calder race that happened last year yeah you're like, still a little butthurt about it and he didn't even win I'm still about that. like Red Wings fans will always hate Jamie Ben because of him fucking going out two-handing Larkin in the neck yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just like he he's he's gone down more on Larkin than he has on fucking any woman in his life. Good for him. Good he's got maybe he, maybe he doesn't you know maybe going down on so women is just way? not for good. him. Yeah, good for him. You and maybe know he likes dudes. And that's his Come own down. thing. That that's his prerogative. That's right. He can do that. That's right. Which is which is fine nowadays. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah, I I, I can definitely uh fuck people people suck uh fan bases overreact and uh it's it's going to continue to happen because that's that is how sports mm-hmm. works yeah um i wanted to put some i want to because this is a little bit of a victory lap for you uh it seems like there's a new goalie in town in la that might be uh trying to save their season yeah he's thinking about it he's thinking he's about, thinking it, about it. it the announcers are caught call- Yeah. yeah we'll go for it after a rough start he's rattled off three wins in a row yeah, yeah. Well, he had one bad game, so I, th- I was looking at the two games yeah. before that, um, and he played pretty well. I think th- I think they won at least they th- at least split him. I know he won one of them, and then had got absolutely shelled. And then yeah, now he's he's r- just rattling them off. Uh, he's three wins in a row, pretty much taking Quick's job. I it's, mean, at this point, you got to think so. Yeah, I mean, really it's Quick looking, is looking like it. Quick is, uh, we, we've known this for a while. Quick is at the age where he needs to be backup duties. You know, like sure. he, he just can't handle, he just can't handle a full workload. Um, do you, like, one Alaskan to another, do you think that Copley can handle a starter's job after being kind of, I wouldn't say a career AHLer, but a career bubble player? Yeah, kind of a career backup to AHL goalie. Yeah. Um, so if we're going off of past Copley seasons, he did solid. He did solid-ish in Washington, right? So, but I think uh, it's like with any, like you're saying, career backup AHL goalie. He's just gonna hit a wall to where now he has hit the he's hit the official threshold of starter games. And I think at that point, you're going to start to see that play dip, right? So you're going to start to see, so so just to throw out a number, right? Throw out a, a, a 15 games, right? So 15 games starting, maybe sprinkle in a couple, you know, where he sits on the bench, like two or three here and there. Uh, 15 games as, a, as the starter, you're going to start to see, I think those numbers come down a little bit, and he's going to start to kind of even out. Um, so, as much as I would love to see him continue this because, you know, good old Alaska boys stick together. Um, you know, and I, I, grew, I mean, I grew up playing against him. So it's kind of cool to see his story. You know, I think sure. it's just, I think at the same time, I think there's just that threshold with career backups to the point where you just start to see them fall down and they, just have a harder time getting up than someone even like jonathan quick who's just been doing it for so long he's used to those three four game stints where he just knows he's gonna probably put out an okay effort uh, but then he's just gonna have that game where it clicks back again Um, and so i think i think that's where you'll see it is that that kind of that threshold level but at the same time fuck more power to him dude if he can if he can continue uh, the kings definitely uh are, are liking him between the pipes I mean, better than their alternatives at the moment, right? hundred percent. Yeah, I I, um, yeah, I ended up picking them up in my other league, uh, but I saw someone drop Quick. I don't know. Did you have Quick? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I might be I might be getting away from my four goalie format though. I've got I've got too many goalies that I I need to make a decision on. Yeah, I went really forward heavy this year, and it's working out for me. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um. I kind of fell into how – I started out the season with really bad goalies, and now I'm I'm sitting on Jake Oninger, Matt Murray, uh, Vitek Vanacek, and Martin Jones. It's pretty, it's pretty solid. It's a good tandem. I just, you know, got to – speaking of, actually, that transition to me, kind of the last thing I want to talk about. Um, Devils off of that fresh 13-game win streak are now on, what, a six-game losing streak? Seven game? Yeah, they just won tonight, but Yes. Oh, they won yeah. tonight. Okay, so they snapped. They snapped it, it against Florida, and so Kachuk was pissed and decided to use Heisher's oh, face God. as a punching bag. That makes sense. Okay, so I mean, Devils are still, you know, if they can play 500 hockey, they might be able to to not completely wipe out all all the good stuff from there from that historic run for them. Um, but I was just, it's it's funny. People were people. Somebody was saying like uh, the fire uh, fire Ruff, uh, Lindy Ruff. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying like they should get t-shirts that are inter- like reversible. <laughs> one says, one says, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. And then the other says fire. This is the fucking problem with it, hockey fans. And I know that's a joke, yeah, but like uh, yeah, we would do yeah. that, right? Like we would, we would we're absolutely. such fair weather fucking people. 100%. There is, there's no loyalty whatsoever. Oh, God, what no. You, definitely. What have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. Um, we could talk about that. Let's actually, I mean, so now that's a good segue though. Uh, what the fuck's going on with Florida right now? man i kind of told like i mean we kind of talked about it the, you know before the season even started they were they were a question mark right i mean they they were yeah. definitely they were definitely a question mark uh, they had a fucking beautiful season last year they struggled a bit in the playoffs and decided to this defense completely shake it up this defense is not going to this defense is just it's bad it's not going to cover it it's not going to cut it huh this defense is just bad you've got um you know uh who's that one who's the one fellow that they had last year um that uh he kind of bounced team he bounced around to teams and seemed like he finally found a home but he's been on ir recently um oh oh, shit what's that brandon montour no 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 no. he was on he was in columbus for a little bit um it's not I, i keep wanting to say seth jones but it's not seth jones um god i can't remember his name anyway he's he's on ir right now um and then Christ, you you gotta think. I mean, what do you do with Sergei Bobrovsky? <sighs> you just keep playing Spencer Knight. <laughs> and Spencer Knight's not doing well either. I know he's kind of he's been a little streaky Cause, too. Because that defense is just. I mean, it, when when you've got fucking Stall, the worst Stahl brother, like anchoring your defense, there's something wrong. Yeah, it's not really a uh, boat of confidence to have Mark Stahl yeah. on the fucking defense. Yeah, it's not great. Um yeah, it's, it, no, it's not and what's interesting is like you actually like name-wise, right? So Gustav Forsling's having a fucking very nice year. Uh, yep. Aaron Ekblad's pretty pretty decent, you know, 2way D. Uh Brandon Montour is, has found a fucking home in Florida, right? Like yep. he's he's having another yep. he's having a good season himself. It they just can't string it together though. Like it's just not a good like, I, they're letting in too many goals. They're letting in way too many. Like this team yeah. is not. They're they're letting in way too many fucking goals. Like they're scoring a lot, but it's just like they're letting to. They're, they're scoring away. Their problems is just not working, especially when you you know Barkov goes in and out of the lineup. Um, God, what is that guy's fucking name? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna look it up now because it's bugging the fuck out of me. It's bugging the shit out of me. Um, it's he be. was a career guy just bouncing around because he had such a bad attitude. Oh. oh. I don't know. They have Josh Mahara there too, but I, I doubt that's who you're talking about. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I like. How could you th- like? I just I don't understand how you could think that Mackenzie Weegar and Jonathan Huberdeau were the problem. I know they're not really having great seasons over in Calgary. Anthony Duclair. Ah, Anthony Duclair. Yeah, he's been on IR all year. Um. Yeah, I mean. They do have some injury. Like I'm looking at right now. Okay, you could, you could. If I was a Florida Panthers fan, all five of them, um, like you could make an argument that this isn't the the, the team that you were sold at the beginning of the sure. year. Uh, Duclair, who had a hell of a season last year, breakout season last year. Uh, Patrick Hornquist, not the guy that he used to be, but he's still a, you know a, a banger, mm-hmm. and, and a, he's like a Chris Tanev on the mm-hmm. team. Like he's he's good to have. Sure. Um, Radko Gudis, uh sucks to miss him uh anton lundell is a guy just young uh yeah chris tierney and uh and of course barkov do you would you put any of this on maurice the coach i don't know man i don't know I, i i think like you could but i think there's 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 so much turnover to where you could easily say it's not his fault yeah um, Too much. Charity. Like this is not a situation where you know it's like a you know a Lindy Ruff situation where the team t- li- apparently lives and dies by him. Uh, no, I I mean this team had you know arguably core pieces taken out of it, um, replaced by Kachuk, who is playing pretty not recently, but um, season overall has been doing quite well. But you can you know it's it's only so much, right. um, and then you're you're just God. Sergei Bobrovsky's just so bad like he is not playing well (laughs) he hasn't played well since he's been down there no he hasn't he's been the model of inconsistency and I think they've been hoping that Spencer Knight's finally going to step up and take that role but you know it maybe it's a situation where they're they're pushing him too much too fast yeah and I've I've backed Bobrovsky in the past and at this point right and what I've always kind of said since he got down to Florida was you know, hey, we, we all kind of, you know, goalies go through these fucking, these patches of, of you know, having to tighten up the pads a little bit tighter or something, right? Like, every goalie goes through little rough patches. This guy's gone on, like, a fucking, what, three-year rough patch at this point, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, so I think at this point, you know, it's that contract's looking fucking brutal. Um And I think, man, you just, like... Yes, you basically traded Matthew Kachuk for Huberto, so you could make that argument of, like, you're getting grit, you're getting probably more goals because Huberto's more of a passer. Um, So that's okay. Um, You know, but, man, I mean, it's just – and then on top of that, to bring in a new coach, like you just, you I, shook the fucking bottle too hard. The the problem is defense. Like I, I, I'm going to like the, the inconsistent goaltending is not good, but I, I feel like Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight are good enough if that, if they had at least competent D in front of them, uh, this would be good. But I, I'm, you know, Ekblad and Montour are solid, but I, I don't know. I just I feel like they just, even a year ago, this defense was a lot better. Yeah yeah and they just kind of lost i, I, I do i think goodis goodis actually does play a pretty big role for this team so having him uh having him on the ir definitely doesn't help but um yeah sorry mark just not good mark no, Markstall mark hurts my soul to even see him on that fucking yeah. team still it just it hurts ouch yeah that is that is pretty rough um okay last i want to leave you leave you with a choice if if you could flip a switch and trade this is one of those hockey trades where you where where teams sometimes trade problem children Mm -hmm. would would you trade one for one uh Bobrovsky for Grubauer yeah would you would you would you rather stick with the problem that you have or roll the dice on a new problem I think I think the Kraken are a playoff team right now, and uh, playoff team in in the sense of making the playoffs or doing something in the playoffs because those are two different things. Making the playoffs, I agree with you. Doing something in the playoffs, with the defense and the goaltending the way it is, I don't know if they're making it out of the first round. Well, I would so my my thing, and I'll I'll say I, I would roll the dice on that. And, and my thought process there is sometimes these problem children trades go really well for both teams yep. um you know needs a, you just need a new environment worst case scenario you get Bobrovsky, and he is literally putting up the exact same numbers that Grubar is putting up right now and you're still in second place in the Pacific um and you still have Martin Jones We still him. got Martin Jones if, if all else fails right and so I think for me I would rather roll the dice on a two-time Vesna winner. And hope yep. he fucking figures it. Like lights a fire under his ass that he just got traded because his contract is huge and he sucks fucking dick right now, right? right. And, right. and he finds anywhere close to his Vesna form, anywhere to fucking average, right? And to be honest with yep. you, Grubauer is not going to go down there and succeed in a situation where Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight aren't able to fucking survive in. So, um, I think no. I think it's a would easy you one for me. Would you do a dumpster dive like uh like. Go to a team where, you know, you've got a goalie that is, you know, under, would you, would you, like a Cam Talbot? Sure. You know my thoughts on Cam Talbot, but like, would you, would you can, would you do that? I have Cam Talbot in my other fantasy league, and I Mm. will tell you right now that I would do that in a fucking heartbeat because he at least, he at least can, can put up some fucking numbers. Um, Say the, say the Canucks decided that they wanted to rebuild tomorrow like they should have decided four years ago. Um, do you try to make any moves for Thatcher? I I cannot. In, a, in Ron Francis's position, I cannot get rid of a first-round pick until okay. I can look at okay. this team and say, this team will for sure get out of the Pacific, has a shot at beating central teams, and can win a potential cup. Right? I'm not even this looking at a team- first-round pick. This team will never lose. Don't never again. never lose again. If I if I can say that, then I will give up my first round pick. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, okay, I think that that's should be about it for the episode. Yeah, I think sure. the only thing that I also the only thing I wanted to talk about was that. Uh, hey, do you did you remember that the uh, the New York Islanders exist? Who. <laughs> 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 I. Uh, I actually legitimately kind of forgot. I think I think the only reason that we even thought about them was because of Barrett Trotz for a lot of the time. Um, I, I legitimately thought that I, I forgot that they existed. We have not spoke about them on the podcast for a while. Um, I never see their highlights. Uh, I just I kind of I I think I might only forgot that they existed. Yeah, I don't care about them at all. I don't. Care. <laughs> does it is does it anybody except for the guy from Entourage, uh, fucking Eric? and that dude from Barstool Sports, oh, yeah, yeah. Frankie, Frankie Bridelli, He's yeah. the he's the golf dude. He's the four play golf guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. those are the yeah, only yeah. two guys. Um That's about it. Like it, it was funny. I was just like going through all these like even the bad teams I remember, mm-hmm. you know, like it, like even like Columbus. Oh, Columbus is terrible, but that but I just said Columbus's name, you know. That's yeah, <laughs> right. Like like they do exist, whereas like I literally haven't thought of a reason all year to mention the New York Islanders. <laughs> you're going through the east, and you're like, New Jersey, New York Rangers. You're going down the fucking west, and you're like, Oh, the Coyotes, uh, the yeah. Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I even like team teams that are like milk toast mediocre. Like even Minnesota, who is like the the epitome definition of like vanilla milk toast aggressively mediocre like even i remember them because they they like to fool people into thinking they're good during the regular mm-hmm. season uh whereas the island i i've just i literally have not even seen like any news come from the islanders like do they do they have is is Brock besser okay it's uh Brock nelson or brock nelson Yes. Yeah, see <laughs> see is <laughs> uh is um, shit. Uh, who's their goalie? Is it Sorokin? Is it, uh, Sorokin? Okay. How's he, how's yeah, he Yeah. So they, okay. they were playing Varlamov, their backup for a little bit. Cause Sorokin was shit in the pool and then Varlamov got hurt. And so they had to play Sorokin again.
1: Okay. Um, Brock Nelson. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, the other, and, uh,
0: and uh, 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 and Anders Lee is doing a lot for the community. <laughs> so <laughs> he's going to get the Nick Lindstrom yeah, award. Well, for greatest human f- being. I don't know about that um yeah that. he's he doesn't really work with the un i'm a, <laughs> he's not to nego- he's not in yeah. like ukraine right now trying to yeah wasn't well, zelensky or, yeah, to, here Negotiate? i think zelensky's here yeah right, now, right? Yeah. yeah he's here because he was just recently on the front lines Oof. which is nuts Oof. yeah you'd think that'd be kind of risky but he was literally like in the 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 front line town recently God, which is he crazy shot one like somebody yeah, just just because, yeah, just fucking, yeah. you know, from across the river. Oh my God, Zach Parise is still playing hockey. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, so with Paul Murray on that team, is he? What? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. That they is... have a they have a full that... team there. Like they have a full roster. Hey, look at Oliver Wallstrom still playing hockey, and he's on the first line. Good, you know, good for yeah, him. Happy for him, yeah. Because because Barry Trotz was looking for ways to dispose of his remains, so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Holy shit, Cal Clutterbuck. Boy, these are some names I haven't... These are a name Isn't I Matt haven't Martin, heard of. Matt in Martin's a there, time. too, right, still? Matt Martin's on the fir- fourth line with Casey Zizekas and some guy named Hudson Fashion. Oh, God, yes. Where is where is Clutterbuck then? So Clutterbuck's probably playing fucking first-line minutes, huh? Cal Clutterbuck is currently injured. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Greatest mustache. Zach Parise's... Is Zach Breezy's on the line with uh Simon Holmstrom and uh career uh what do we what do we call it when a when a player jumps from team to team? Um Journey, travel, journeyman. Uh, journeyman, yes, career journeyman Jean Gabriel Pajot. Oh man. I think he's only moved two teams, hasn't he? kind of swords been I don't know four. I just remember so I was I kind of get like updates from ESPN occasionally for fantasy hockey and mm-hmm. one of the writers was fucking sucking him off one of the weeks because Paggio scored like two goals in three games or something and it was like mm-hmm. the waiver wire pickup of the fucking century You're and I was call. like what are we writing about this def- this defense like is I'm gonna fall asleep looking at it I like Noah Dobson but Noah Dobson's great, but who the fuck is Robin Salo? Yeah, that's a made up name, dude. That's that's not that's a real fake. guy. And then and then Sebastian Ajo's on the four, third he, I guess he's playing for two teams. Yeah, now. it's a pretty interesting contract. <laughs> <laughs> he, he his main contract is playing first line minutes with Carolina and then when he's when he when he's not when he when he has a night off with Carolina, he goes and plays third line defense minutes for yeah it's a two-way it's a two-way contract the new york islanders are actually (laughs) the ahl side of it and they're like hey man people for half the time forget that we exist you just it's It's cool yeah just run just you're on the next flight out uh islanders have a game tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) the only one that i know from the defense there is fucking romanov right isn't romanov romanov's on that team still uh no romanov is not on this hockey no. team. well there you go that's how much i know about him i mean he might be with the organization but uh currently it's robin Salo, ryan Pollock, uh alex oh yeah alexander romanov he's right in front of oh, me. See i can't even see yeah. it. i didn't even know he was no, there stop looking at it because it's on it's gonna blind it's you It's not it's yeah. right i like, it's no- gonna it's gonna mess with your fucking eyesight bro all right well um, if there's if there's anything you can take from this episode it's that uh the the Islanders they they do exist. And the other one that you can take from this episode is Michael Delzato has another team. Michael Delzato Oh yeah, huge blockbuster. Sorry uh, if anybody was holding their breath until the last second of this episode uh for our recap of that uh three-way trade between the Panthers, the Red Wings and the Ducks. Well, you can finally Sleep fucking easy. uh take take a breath and and Quick, quick, clinch in your butthole. Oh. Uh, because here's here's your analysis in one word: underwhelming, pointless, <laughs> meaningless. <laughs> Holds zero. <water>. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Wow. Cool. Cool. <laughs> that's that's about mm-hmm. it. Uh, three teams uh, trading around for guys that probably will never see the light of day on an NHL squad. Or if they do, it will be in limited capacity. Ugh, uh, I know. I know from I know from Red Wings Twitter. Uh, my my red the Red Wings following was sad to see a career AHLer Giovanni Smith uh, take a leave to Florida. Giovanni um, was always it was always one of those like he's he shouldn't be on the roster. Mm-hmm. He's not good enough to be on the roster, but we have injuries, so he's here in a fourth line role, just knocking heads. Yeah, I was going to say he's a good fighter though, isn't he? We got some bang too. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, absolute, absolute goon. Um, no real place for him in the NHL, but uh, he's a good guy, and uh, it made everybody happy when he was on the roster. But everybody knew that he wasn't going to move the needle or really do anything for the team. Mm. So, um, I mean, f- losing a good guy from the organization sucks. Um, and then the Red Wings proceeded to trade Del who we got from Florida, who I didn't know he was on Florida, uh, to the Ducks. Because the Ducks are just really looking to shore up that defensive line. Yeah, they're really, they're um, actually, they won two in a row and they're looking to make a push. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, now they've, now you know, they've lost you know, back to back four to one games. So. We've really gotten to our groove now. All we need right now is Michael Delzato to round it off. Could all you out. imagine if they just fucking turned it around and Michael Delzato was at the forefront of that charge? <laughs> <laughs> Norris Norris trophy <laughs> candidate Michael Delzato. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, shit. And then you guys sent us some fucking career AHL or some o, o or yeah, O'Regan O'Reagan or something. Yeah, Danny O'Reagan. He uh he's a nice guy. Is he a good I guy? I mean I think so. At least he's a good guy, then. Yeah. Ducks really only you know, they know, have I've... nice guys on their team. They're just not good. At sure. hockey. They're just sure. nice people. I I I mean I don't know Del Zotto. I've heard bad only bad things about. I think he's shooing for the Sean Avery Award. Yeah, I mean, he kind of looks like a you know big big the, tough guy. The Todd the Todd Bertuzzi uh, Award. God, I wish they did one of those. They should, that, <laughs> so we should get rid of the fucking Messier.
1: Yeah, and, and, yeah
0: I, I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about who was the nicest this right? year to 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 the 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 fucking training staff. I want to know who the biggest. Pu- All right, and to wrap up the. All right, and to wrap up this year's awards ceremony, we're gonna go with the Sean Avery Award for biggest douchebag. Looks here. It's oh, look at that! I won once again, voted on by the players and the coaches. The Sean Avery Gary Bettman. <laughs> Sean Avery comes out and just punches you in just, the face. He he brings his fucking stick out and he stands in front of Batman and he's doing the fucking waving it in front of his yeah. face. It's actually just a bobblehead. The, the trophy is just a bobblehead of Sean Avery doing that. Every every year the Sean Avery Award ends with Sean Avery coming out and two-handing you in the mouth with a stick <laughs> and then getting angry because he's the only one that can win the award. <laughs> Like you, like you have to like you know like when you win the Sean Avery Award that you're going to have to fight Sean Avery. I mean, if you're if you are winning the, it's not even scheduled. You just know he's. If there. you're winning the biggest douchebag award, you deserve to get two handed in the face by Sean Avery, don't you? Like, I mean, if you if you're being voted on by your peers as being the biggest douchebag in the league, like you probably deserve it. You probably need it. Yeah, you know. Probably. So, I mean, that's fair. Uh, let's get it out of vanda kane come on up <laughs> no he's winning the masterson this year because he got ch- he got cut in the wrist or whatever oh yeah so now now he's a hero yeah he's my hero he's, he's my hero go. at least he's not yeah, yours I forgot now no i not until he pays me back yeah, that's true that's true he owes he owes me money yeah. gosh you're still blood hurt <laughs> about that huh i am i'm not gonna let it go, go. You could use the coin Michael Delzato has two hundred and sixty-two points in his thirteen year NHL career. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's about a point two per game. Fucking fucking hang hang his jersey. How many how long like how has this guy been in the league so long? How are we still entertaining hey, this? Hey, look, there was a time where Michael Delzato was a commodity. That's very true. We've all had him on our fantasy team at one time or another. Like they not not to disparage the good name the once good name of Michael Delzado.
1: I, I um, he's truly just,
0: apologize. He's he's just one of those guys that doesn't have the good sense to just hang him up when he knows he's bad. He's gonna be one of those guys that coasts the fringe for you know, to squeeze every cent he can out of the league <laughs> until he finally is like forced to retire. He's gonna rick DiPietro this shit. Yeah, like Andrew like Andrew Hammond recently retired. I was like, Andrew Hammond's still in the fucking the league. The fucking hamburglar? yeah oh man good for him what's he doing now he's he's selling insurance isn't he hamburgers probably god i hope he opens up a fucking hamburger shop did you know eminem opened up like a spaghetti fast food place (laughs) mom's spaghetti spaghetti. i did hear about that (laughs) That that it can't be in business still there's no way there's no way it's it's been shot up too many times you know definitely by him god damn it m&m fucking yeah shoots by, that would that would Probably be him all right that's all i got for this episode you good yeah, i'm all right yeah all right that sounds good thanks for listening everybody we really appreciate it uh, appreciate your support appreciate you guys uh following along there uh, along with us with every episode please tell your friends spread the word let people know that uh, the show rocks uh, or or say it's pile you know like hey <laughs> you guys got to get all of this fucking terrible podcast <laughs> um listen. listen listen and subscribe to get terribleness every week because there are some people who enjoy that sure so, uh yeah wh- whatever the case as long as you download it we're gonna be happy. i mean people so, listen to weird al Yankovic, right so like you know they like songs that just are weird and shitty did you see that they're making a movie about him with daniel radcliffe playing weird al Jokovich? Yeah, it's fucking great it's fucking fantastic it's gonna be good love that i'm gonna see it in theaters if it comes out yeah yeah so uh tell your friends subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher uh speaking of movies go see violent night it's really good it's about it's about the the dude from stranger things being santa and i saw a trailer for it it looks fucking good oh it's so good it's might be my favorite christmas movie (laughs) It's, it's my favorite santa is a former viking like a bloodthirsty viking and he's just like finally oh it's so good it's so good santa santa has a santa has a hammer called skull crusher dude this is fucking this is this is spoilers here pub. sorry sorry spoiler yeah. alert everybody go see the movie it's great it's fantastic you'll love it all right everybody thanks again we'll see uh see you next week